Starting Up with VirtuZone on Dubai Eye 103.8. Yeah, welcome back to Starting Up with VirtuZone. Neil Petch alongside me. Busy old week, Mr Petch? Not only that, I've been super excited about today because we've got a little bit of an Africa theme mm. starting this off. And as you know, Tom, I'm an old Africa hand. And where's the business growth going to come? It's that bridge, isn't it? China through the UAE to Africa. The potential is extraordinary. So I am salivating at the thought of it. Uh, we are, of course, talking all things community, because that's one thing we've noticed, you know, in the years that we've been here. That one of the unique elements of Dubai, the UAE as a whole, is it's a melting pot uh, of nations, it's a melting pot of cultures, and therefore it's a melting pot of communities. And the beauty is that those communities mix. But if you need help, business uh, or otherwise, you've got that community around you. The village helps out. Yeah, I think that people feel more entrepreneurial here and and we learn from each different community. Each different community hates to generalise, but it's true. You you pick up different attributes and Virtues is actually a really good example of that. You know when you get on an Emirates flight and they say, there are 22 nationalities (laughs) speaking 29 languages and we're a little bit uh, like that. And yeah, people help each other, don't they? I mean, Dubai is now becoming as as big and huge and the traffic's getting there, Tom. As, as a London or a, or a New York, but there's still a little bit of a villagey feel to it, and I love that. Don't we just? Right, let's dive into our community chat today. One thing that's increasingly becoming a must is being part of a community when you get started with your business. Need a solid business idea, a business plan, some capital or otherwise. Uh, the community is that organisation, it's that structure that will help you grow your business, but also expand your network and that pace as well. In Dubai, it's a massive plus. It's who you know that will often take your places in this city. So let's find out more about why you need to be part of a business community, why you mustn't be afraid to reach out to them and ask for a little help along the way. We welcome into the studio the founder and the CEO of the UAE Africa Networking Group, one of the fastest growing communities in the UAE. It's a warm welcome to William Stenhouse. William, can't thank you enough for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Give me a little, it's a pleasure to be here. Give us a little elevator pitch, if you may, about the, uh, the UA Africa Networking Group and why you set it up. Great. Started back in 2016 uh, over breakfast during AIM, annual investment meeting, and we've grown up to over 12,000 members today from about 62 countries. Um, we do a number of programs and initiatives, but our focus is SMEs, entrepreneurs, and business professionals. Business good at the moment? Business is very good. Uh, We've grown over 2,000 members in the last six months, and we're planning to grow even more here at the end of the month because we're going to be launching something very special. Uh, We will be finding out much more from William in just a few moments' time. A man nodding along alongside is the co-founder and the CTO of Fitch Technologies uh, with us here in studio. It's a warm welcome to Samson Ogbu. Samson, thanks so much indeed for your time. Thank you for having us. Great to have you on board. Um, Tell us about your business, the move to the UAE and what you guys are doing here. So like you said, I'm the co-founder of Fitch Technologies. We're a software and ad tech agency based here in Dubai. We build uh, solutions with technology for clients. It could be as simple as a website or an enterprise software solution. I moved to Dubai um, about 13 years ago, a pure accident, never planned to move to the UAE. I was doing my MBA at the time at Hot Business School, enrolled in Boston, and I came to Dubai for an elective. 
So it was supposed to be three months, and 13 years later, I'm here. Still here. <laughs> yeah. Still here. So it, it's incredible. The, the atmosphere is great. The energy is superb, and I love it. Uh, we're obviously going to talk about community creation, community nurturing with William in just a few moments' time. But I want to get it from you first, if we may, in terms of, you know, you've been there, done it. You've set up the business. How important was community? And A, the setup, but B, the growing of the business. Absolutely. So um, the UAE African Network has been of immense benefit to me, both personally and professionally. So it, it's a bridge, right? I have an expertise in a space. Other people have expertise that I might not have. So when you're growing a business, you're often wearing different hats at different times. So you need to have a community you can learn from, you can contribute to. UAE Af- African Network has been that for me. We've, we've worked with clients that we wouldn't have even had access to, if not for the network. We have clients in South Africa, in Côte d'Ivoire, in the U.S., of course, locally in the UAE, and a lot of those relationships have been through the network. We were even selected as a partner, digital partner at the Expo through a relationship from the network. That wouldn't have happened otherwise. I say it's a brilliant time, Samson. Uh, you, you hail originally from Nigeria. You know, crypto's just been legalized. Emirates are flying back in. Nigeria's looking to, to solve the the fluctuating currency situation. Uh, we're partners, actually, with, you know, Flutterwave, Africa's first yes. unicorn. Oh, oh, wow. Yes. 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 Uh, yeah, he is, yes. a, is a friend and, and partner yes. of VirtuZone. Awesome. Um, I just, you know, and, and, and I think Dubai is used by the government. We had the uh, governor of the central bank over here recently uh, having conferences. And, and they, you know, Dubai is this hub where things uh, uh, get done. And, and right. so... Your organization can facilitate that. And very often it's government entities doing it. But, but uh, what I absolutely love about this, William, is that you're championing the SMEs. And they're the guys that need the biggest support. Absolutely. So at the end of the day, um, it's not about who you know. It's about who knows you. Yeah. And so we, we focus on that. We want to make sure that we give all of our members and the community the opportunity to showcase their businesses. So, again, we do that through a number of programs and initiatives. Like today, we have something called Pitch Your Business uh, Thursdays at one of the local restaurants. So we also support the economy and and the ecosystem here as well and do good things for the community. And also, I'd like to say, you know, even there's a lot going on in the world, we also help – we're also looking to help the Sudanese community. We're having a big event on Saturday where they can come in and and we're we're highlighting 12 designers – uh, and they're going to bring their wares into artists, you know. So, yes. But, William, what, I mean, a lot of people out there, and we sort of touched on it in the intro there, didn't we? You know, over 200 nationalities residing That's in the correct. UAE, and therefore that would suggest over, you know, over 100 different networking nationalities and networking groups. No shortage of networking groups. Why is going back to your community different and so important? So, look, uh, let's face it. Uh, Africa is the future. Right. Um, I was an executive for 16 years here, um, and my last assignment was building Africa. And as I traveled across the, uh, the continent, I realized there was a huge disconnect between this market and Africa. And so essentially we wanted to be able to build the bridge between, you know, Dubai, UAE and Africa, again, through the number of programs and initiatives that we've done. It's really about connecting the dots and also breaking down barriers of, of communication, misunderstanding, uh, business etiquette, and things of that nature. And so we've had so many success stories. Samson is just one of them, 
where we've helped UAE businesses get into Africa and partner with the right partners in Africa. And similarly, we've helped over, I don't know, 20 or 30 SMEs actually set up their business here in the UAE as well. And we, again, through a number of programs, initiatives, All Africa Festival is a great example of that. And Tom, another tip is, is you know, we, 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 we've seen it uh, uh, before where people will, for example, look at businesses in America and work out how they can bring them here. That's one shortcut to launching something. Another thing to look at is where is the government investing? And the UAE government are huge believers in, in Africa. They're investing in the infrastructure over there. They're investing in land. It's where water is. It's where agriculture is. So... If you're looking for a trend to get ahead of the curve, then that absolutely is is one. And, and the UAE, again, has this wonderful position as being viewed as, as neutral, as safe, and an area to do great business. But I wonder, I wonder something, and maybe I can sort of ask you about this one, whether, you know, starting up a business here in the UAE, you know, away from home, in a, in a place, in a part of the world that a lot of people will be coming to and not fully understanding how business is done, etc. But a lot of people will come here with that international perspective and go, all right, right. Dubai, I'm going to go international. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to conquer the world before mm. anyone else. Is it important to, to concentrate on what you know and who you know before you start taking that much bigger picture? Absolutely. So I'm a strong believer in going local to go global. Nice. Right. So first we'll you start with one. your expertise. Yeah, I love it. Expertise. Can we steal that? <laughs> <laughs> sure. yeah. So yes, you start with your expertise and you always have to leverage. So no one can be an island. And that's where relationships matter. And a platform like the UA African Network helps you build those relationships. It doesn't have to be forced. It should be organic. There are synergies, uh, similarities. Learn from others. Leverage on your competence. And then try to develop and launch a product locally and see, learn from the experience before trying to scale it. So to give an example, recently we launched an, an AI social commerce platform called Amara. It helps salons and spas book more, pro, uh, book more appointments and sell more products with AI. Now, what we, we did a beta launch in November with local salons, and we've been getting quite good feedback and also feedback on how we can enhance the product. So it's always essential to test in a small mm. local area, mm-hmm. learn from it, and then scale the product. Mm. Uh, uh, William, to that, to that end as well, how much sort of interaction is there between other continental networking groups? Does the South American uh, networking group get in touch with the African networking group and vice versa? All the time. As a matter of fact, we're planning a community event where we're hosting all of the the networking uh, groups, all the business councils. Yeah, we do that from time to time, even uh, during Ramadan. We did that last year. We had about 150 people there. So yes, we are definitely very collaborative um, because at the end of the day, you know, that's what this is really about. This game is really about building bridges and making strong connections, not only locally, but internationally. As I mentioned before, we have over 62 nationalities that are part of our network. Mm. And so today, someone from Ghana can actually do business in America through our network. Mm. It's that simple. And William, how do you, so, you know, there are going to be, just as I I mentioned, there are great businesses in America that we can bring here. So there are great businesses all, all, all over Africa. If someone was perhaps based in the Emirates but wanted to reach out and look for things in, in Africa, how would they use you to do that? Uh, a number of ways. Um, first off, they can reach us uh, on our website or uh, info at uaeang.com. Um, 
we would sit down, have a conversation, we'd do a Zoom call, whatever, to find out what are their interests and which markets that they want to move into. So we do a lot of consultation and mm-hmm. helping companies, you know, understand their strategy, where they want to go. And a lot of times people don't know. They know nothing about Africa. They don't know where the opportunities. People don't know that Nigeria is the market. If you're not in Nigeria, you're, yeah, it's you're crazy. not Africa. I mean, everyone always <laughs> talks about, yeah. I only need to reach half a percent of China. Yeah. But what's Nigeria's population? 300 million. 200 million plus. Oh, yeah. oh, almost, going. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Huge. Yeah. It's going to be and larger, very, very be larger than the U.S. It was 198 million earlier this morning. It's now just gone over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exponential growth. Yeah. Uh, don't forget, not everybody wants to be counted also. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. We are going to get more from the team in just a few moments' time. We've got a pair of founders. We've got the C-suite in the studio with us at the moment. William Stenhouse, founder and CEO of the UAE Africa Networking Group, and Samson Ogbu, the co-founder and the CTO of Fitch Technology. This is Starting Up with Tom Urquhart and Ver- Zone. Business set up with no regrets. On Dubai I 103.8. Starting up with Virtue Zone. Neil Patch is with us here today. Enjoying this chat, aren't you, Neil? Because I am loving it. It's like a trip down memory memory lane, but we're also looking to the future as well. Telling telling the lads here about <laughs> arriving in Kenya in 1966, and they're like, when was that? Which century? <laughs> <laughs> We are in conversation with William Stenhouse. He's the, uh, the vision of the brains behind the UA African Networking Group. And Samson Ogbu, the co-founder and CTO of Fitch Technologies. Um, OK, let's get some advice, because that's what this show is all about, gents. It's all about proffering advice, some free advice. And that doesn't come very often, does it, sure. uh, to a lot of people out there. William, I'm going to start with you, because you've been very kind. You've given Neil and myself our passports this morning yes, as well. Correct. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Africa. So this is this is our welcome. So we're off, yes. yeah. We'll yeah, book a plane today, etc. <laughs> right. What's the passport? Anywhere. What's the passport all about? Okay, great. It's a souvenir, um, but it's a reminder of the All Africa Festival that's taking place from the second through the fourth uh, in Abu Dhabi. We've got a great lineup of superstars from across the continent. We've got food. We've got fashion. We've got vendors. Uh, we've got vibe. We've got culture, and everyone is welcome. Everyone. It's all Africa. Even we've got Brazil and we've got Cuba. I mean, when you look at Africa and at all it's, uh, that it's done for the world, we're basically bringing it back to the UAE. So what better place for people to start? If they haven't networked before, etc., come on down to the festival, be a part of that, yeah? Absolutely. Jolof. Have you, have you had Jolof? It's, 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 now, I'm going to ask you guys, where is the best jollof? We will not be answering that question. That's not a question. Gonna, gonna, not answer answer not, Tom, <laughs> Tom and I and, yeah. and uh, Dubai I are friends of Patrice Evra. Okay. Man United. I'm, I'm not a, sure he's I'm still a, a friend of mine. I'm a big mine, fan. And he, he does a great go on his Instagram, and you'll see he compares Nigeria to Ghana. Oh, yeah? Sorry, buddy. Yeah. Ghana wins. Yeah. But they're not the originators. Senegal. Senegal. Yeah. Senegal. Senegal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've got a network to run. I don't want any problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want any problems. I, I'm not going to answer that question. bridge Jolliffe would be the, uh, the way to go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So rather, absolutely. Than, that, yeah, rather than the recommendations, let's start to uh, the advice as well. So, OK, let's start with that one. Networking doesn't come naturally to everyone. Some business owners uh, might be quite, um, you know, they might be they might be very private people. They're Correct. not that, that social, etc. Correct. What do you say? to a business owner that might have a little bit of a question mark when it comes to networking? Well, listen, first of all, I think we're one of the most friendliest networking groups that you're going to find. 
uh, I can guarantee you when you walk through the door for the first time, you're going to meet me. Uh, that's a guarantee because we want to make sure that you feel welcome. Also, we want to let you know that you're connected to the wider community. Anything that you need in your business, whether it's personal life, it's, it's within our community. Uh, so I think that's the first thing. Also, we help a lot of our SMEs uh, upskill and upscale their business as well. It's very important that we see all of our members succeed. Otherwise, what are we doing? Mm. Right? It's very, very important. So, so yeah. And Samson, I mean, to that, and given the experience you've had within the, the networking uh, structure, within the community as well, I mean, what about those that just think, yeah, this is a passport to success, isn't it? I'm just going to go, I'm going to take, take, take all the good bits, <laughs> etc. Is it a question of give and take? Do you have to contribute? Absolutely. I, I mentioned earlier it's about building bridges, just like in personal relationships, you give and you take. So come as you are. If you're not an extrovert, you don't have to be one to be at a networking event. Come as you are, learn from other people, contribute to the community. So we are all unique, regardless of the background or the expertise. There is something you can offer to the next person. It might not be of value to you, but it would be of value to the next person. So my recommendation is come open-minded and don't force it. Right. yeah, go on, sorry. Yeah, so interact, learn from others, and when the opportunity arises, also give back to the community. And it, for those that you, you've networked with, and this question I'll ask William again in just a few moments' time, but are there any misconceptions about networking out there? There could be, and, and I would say for sure I'm, I'm not, quite frankly, the most comfortable guy with networking. I don't go to tens of networking events. I go to a few of them. So people often think that it's a Herculean task. It's mm-hmm. something that's a spotlight on you. It's not the case. So show up as you are and the trepidation of fear you have once you walk through the door, say hi to a person or two, you smile and that it's gone. Yeah. You have a good time. So I think the one thing I would say, just get out there. Show up and then take it from there. Do you concur? I do. But it's one of the misconceptions that people come, especially people that are not of African descent, they turn and go, you know what? I didn't realize the caliber of people that attend these events. You know, I had no idea that there's CEOs and CFOs and CIOs that are running great businesses. I have no idea. So, you know, that's always, uh, you know, I always love to see that, you know, that sparkle in the eye. I go, wow, this is something that I never imagined. And, you know, Dubai is that kind of a place where people actually come together and actually meet each other for the first time. I often say that uh, Africa doesn't know Africa. Yeah. Totally. I mean, I would say, look, time is precious if you're an entrepreneur, if you're, if you're starting up. So, you know, you've got to spend your time wisely. There's a selection. If people are going to a networking event, it's because they want to get something done. Correct. So you've already filtered out. You're already talking to people who are ambitious, who are go-getters. So and, and also being an entrepreneur is a lonely life. Mm, so absolutely. reach out and look for support. Make the journey easier. Why wouldn't you do it? Any do's and don'ts when it gets to networking? Well, do come to this event in, 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 in Abu Dhabi. Don't and just go down yeah, there to the, eat the, the thing that really irks me is, is that when you send a few people from your company to an event like that, mm-hmm. they all stand in a corner talking to one another. Yeah. That's a no-no. As, as, as you we said, don't allow you're, that. You're right. You don't, don't need to that. be an extrovert. No. Just know that you're an expert in your business. Correct. You might be talking to someone who's more senior than you, older than you, infinitely more knowledgeable in whatever, it, but what you know, they don't. Correct. So everyone yes. wants to learn Correct. from everyone. Exactly. Any other do's or don'ts? 
Uh, do attend our networking events. For sure, you'll walk away with opportunities, connections, valuable information. Um, don't be shy. Um, don't eat spaghetti bolognese in the middle of a <laughs> yeah, networking event. Yeah, um, and, and get out here. Uh, again, Dubai is a very incredible and dynamic city. Yeah. There's so many great networks that are out here. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of don'ts. I mean, and do show up. You mm. know, be your authentic self because mm. yes. people can see straight through you also. Mm. Follow um, up as well, right? Yes, yeah, everyone meets, nods their heads Correct. vigorously, Correct. and then forgets the business card. Then the next time to follow yeah. up, and, and so you just wasted your time. Correct. Correct. Yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Gentlemen, we are almost out of time, but not until we give a little opportunity. You've given us your time. We're going to give you a little opportunity for a bit of a shout-out. So, Samson, starting with you. Really appreciate you joining us early in 2024. What's in the pipeline for Fitch Technologies this year, and how can people reach out to you? Awesome. So, like I mentioned earlier, we just launched Amara, an AI uh, social commerce platform for salons and spas to help them optimize product sales and appointment booking. It actually came as an inspiration from our work at Fitch Technologies. We work with clients across different industries, healthcare, education, retail, and we noticed that in the health, in the salon and spa space, they often struggled with budget and technology. So we built this tool to give them access to technology to sell more products and book more appointments. For the customer as well, there's something for the customer. They can seamlessly book an appointment with their salon without having to call somebody or message someone. You select the service you want, see the times available, book, and it's, it's done, mm-hmm. right? So we launched in November, and the uh, beta version, we're looking for a full-scale launch by uh, next month. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, yeah, that's, that's what's Check us out. Yeah, absolutely. I'm How do you spell care. Amara? A-M-A-R-A dot care, C-A-R-E. Uh, check out Fish Technologies. Uh, a big thanks to Samson Ogbu for joining us. And William as well to you. whole host of events for us to highlight. But again, if people are interested, they've had their interest piqued by this conversation, how do they reach out to the UAE Africa Networking Group? But I want to do one thing. I just want to recognise Samson. I'm so proud of him. You know, he's come a long way since he joined the network, and he's featured in one of our publications, which is the Titans, Titans of, of Africa, Africa. Okay. Global Award. This is Thank the uh, Expo Edition. We have a second one, which is the Golden Edition, which was launched last year, and now we're working on the Global Edition. And they're all launched here in the UAE. So he's featured in this book, and this book is found in the Mohammed bin Rashid Library. So if you want to actually read his story, <laughs> and it's online as well, <laughs> www.titansofafrica.org. Okay. Now, what we have coming up, we are on Instagram, UAE Africa Networking Group. All of our events are found there. Please go and follow us. Mm. Everything that we're doing in the community is there. We're also on LinkedIn as well. You can reach out to me on my personal uh, LinkedIn as well, William Stenhouse. And so, yeah. Reach Everything out. we're doing Say is hi. there. Get yeah, that we're, we're easy to find. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much indeed for your time. Much appreciated to William and Samson. Thank you, gentlemen, for Thank joining you. us. Thank you for having us. You're listening to Starting Up with Tom Urquhart and Virtue Zone. Business setup with no regrets. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Hey, welcome back to Starting Up with Virtue Zone. Myself, Tom Urquhart, alongside the Virtue Zone chairman. The chairman is in the house, Mr. Neil Petch. Want to find out how to hashtag be your own boss? Reach out to the Virtue Zone team. They are online with advice 24-7. Time now for us, though, uh, here on the show to shine a light on a new business founded by two serial entrepreneurs who happen to be 
father and son. We're talking XRP Healthcare. Let's look first at uh, the uh, co- one of the co-founders, or sorry, the, pre- the, the one of the co-founders, uh, CV's uh, father rooms uh, had a goal-blating technology business and, business and successfully got funding through the hit TV show Dragon's Den. Uh, products have been enjoyed by a host of celebrities, including the likes of Sir Elton John, the Beckhams, Floyd Mayweather, Will Smith and more. Gone on to win several awards in the UK, including Great British Entrepreneur and the coveted Lloyd's TSB FSB Entrepreneur of the Year. That is quite the CV. It's a warm welcome to the co-founder of XRP Healthcare, uh, Leban Rones, who now joins us live in the studio. Uh, Leban, thanks so much indeed for being with us. Yeah, that's great. And I um, thank you for attempting to say my name correctly. <laughs> <laughs> I get it wrong. Leban. Yeah, Leban Rooms, yeah, that's all right. Leban Rooms. Yeah, it's you. the rooms are in the room. Keep it yeah. there, Tom. That's what it's all about. We've got Leban Rooms with us. And alongside him is Proud Son, who's the president and founder of XRP Healthcare. Uh, but equally, has an extraordinary CV. Started out as a pro athlete, then ventured into modelling, obviously. Fast forward to today and established XRP Healthcare. It is, of course, Kane Rooms joins us live in studio. Kane, good to have you on board. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Now, I don't know who to ask first, to ask the co-founder or the president and founder, because we want a bit more about XRP Healthcare uh, and the problems it solves. I'm going to go to Dad, if that's all right, first and foremost. So, Laban, let's talk talk XRP. What's it solve? Right, it solves payments, fast payments that are decentralised. So with XRP, the reason why we built our projects on the XRP ledger is because it's, it's very quickly secure and it's decentralised. So you don't have to go through the banking system, which is key. So in terms of... And, that, and that, they always say that about startups, don't they? They always say that about businesses. Mm. It needs to address an issue. When did you realise there was an issue, an issue, a niche that needed to be addressed in this sphere? Well, we were actually investors before getting involved with XRP oh. Healthcare. Yeah, so um, XRP Healthcare is really a combination of around four or five years of experience being investors. Um, you know, my son, uh, I, I, I advised him to, to sell his Rolex um, about five years ago. And invest in Bitcoin. And um, you know, I said, oh, what have I done? And I said, okay, I'll sell my Rolex. And um, so we sold our Rolexes and we bought Bitcoin. And we went on this kind of crazy buying spree. Uh, coins like Zilliqa, Bitcoin, um, XRP. And um, after, uh, after making a lot of money, after losing a lot of money and making a lot of money again, we decided, what are we going to do with this money? And um, we decided to inv- invest in... In a healthcare company, we didn't know what because we're both avid uh, health freaks. You know, we eat for our blood type. So, you know, there's certain foods we don't eat because of our blood type. Uh, he's always been into sports. I've, I've been, you know, I've kept myself fairly fit. And we decided to, okay, we know about crypto. Let, let's form that company on the XRP ledger. Let's call it XRP Healthcare. Mm. Yeah, let's bring let's bring um, Ken into the conversation if we can, because again we so we've, we've addressed what what, the, what why the reason to set up the business. But what about the scaling of the business as well? Obviously, you've gone into it with an idea of to take it to the next step as well. Yeah. How do you scale from here, and how do you help other businesses scale? Well, um, obviously, we've been investors uh, for the past uh, five years before getting into XRP Healthcare, so 
we just saw a, a, a gap in the market because uh, healthcare needs blockchain and blockchain is healthcare for the very reason of it being anonymous. People like in the blockchain world, people just want to be anonymous and uh, it's more secure. Uh, so we, we we saw that align with healthcare uh, mm. perfectly. Mm. Um, also, we've expanded into Africa now, uh, uh, Uganda. We've we've actually relocated there for the past five months. Uganda is a place which is uh, highly fragmented, um, a need for development and improvement. So uh, that will be a big part of what we are, are doing. So yeah, there's there's a uh, our, our motto is health for all. You know, mm. look, look, look there's there's two booming. Your your name combines two booming industries. Health, mm. it's it's saying to me, leading in technology and the crypto sector. So yeah, they're both booming. So it works as a name from that perspective. Yeah. But if I were looking for uh, health, I'm looking for what keeps me young, what innovation are there. I wouldn't necessarily be looking for something in the blockchain. Blockchain separately I'm interested in. How do the two things help each other? Well, interesting. I don't know if you want to go for this one, Kane, or myself. Yeah, you go. All right, so, so basically, hence the evolution of our business. So when Uganda buying private healthcare facilities... So pharmacies, medical centres and hospitals. And we're actually over here for the week um, to interview potential investors that have shown an avid interest in investing into our company. So you're absolutely right. Crypto is like like meta space. It's like invisible. We can't really see it or touch it. Hence why we've actually decided to buy actual physical premises. Okay. Mm. So the token can be used as a way that can right. be paid. Okay, doctors, so this, doctors is, can be paid. This, this is fractional ownership in, in, in actual assets? Yeah, um, but even for the actual patients that are visiting these establishments, so they can pay with the crypto, because yeah. uh, I think what people don't understand, you can send hundreds of millions of dollars in literally five seconds mm. with our token. So yeah. people from uh, Western countries, they can send to their relatives in far emerging countries. Uh, if they got our app, we have an app, where you can send and receive payments. Yeah. Because our token is paired with USDT, then it makes it very, very simple. Rather than going to the Western Union or, you know, I tried to send some money through my bank in London, Halifax. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, basically what happened was, it, it, you know, you've got to get a phone call. You know, if, if you, they can't get through to you, you can't send it. Uh, then even after that, they they got to phone you back again if the connection's bad. You're actually you're yeah. totally lost. It's it's a way to be autonomous, basically. You know, you're in charge of your own financial. You mm. know, that's that's what it ultimately taking is. Taking control, taking yeah. control of your own financial uh, position. And also, when Tom goes in for that reduction operation, his wife's been yeah. promising him he, he can do it uh, in, in <laughs> yeah. full privacy. Yeah, I don't need to be um, uh, any shorter in stature. Uh, okay, you Thank don't you have to disclose what funds you've got to the wife. I mean, let's just say it, right? So, <laughs> so I mean, yeah. So, so basically, as long like, as you, so, as long as you don't lose your keys, you know, correct. just make sure you put your your, your passwords keys go. somewhere. That's good. a good piece yeah. of advice. Don't lose your keys. Now, Tom, do you understand what that means? I, I do indeed. Yeah, <laughs> and we're not talking front door keys here, are we? <laughs> All back door. Although keys. I've lost them a couple of times. <laughs> as well uh, uh, they don't ever work the door is always locked from the inside as well you know? <laughs> uh, Dubai let's talk Dubai if we can Laban because yes. um, 
you know, you guys, you strike me guys as, as, as very international thinking, you know. You've talked Africa yes. already, talked yes. expansion, etc. How good has Dubai been as a sort of the hub to set up to take on from? OK, I'll say this. Um, I've got a lot of family in America. Yeah. And I absolutely love America. Going there, Miami, Florida, you know, beautiful. However, I, I grew up thinking that, you know, it's the American dream. The American dream. Now I'm inclined to think it's the Dubai dream. You know, it's, it's, things have changed. Like... Dubai, I mean, the city's, as far as I know, is only 50 years old mm. or just over. And look around you. I mean, for, as far as the eye can see, you know, you've got innovations, you've got buildings being built, you've got amazing hotels. You know, everyone is relocating here because they understand that you come to Dubai, you can actually realise your dreams. Just the very fact you're in an environment where there's abundance and prosperity every square inch of this city, mm. it does something to you. On the downside, what we find is that there is a lack of actual spirit yeah. at times. Yeah, but in terms of wanting to make money, this is the place to, to be. Yeah, crypto regulation as yeah. well is, is obviously we are a cryptocurrency project with our own token, so we are under heavy scrutiny. So being incorporated in Dubai. Um, allows us to be uh, more flexible and in line with the regulation as mm. opposed to being incorporated in the US or the UK. Where have you guys uh, sought regulation? Which, which jurisdiction? Um, well, we, we sought legislation first and foremost, Dubai, because you know, we, we do our research. Yeah. Yeah? And also the, the company Ripple Labs, who we've actually built our token on their, uh, on their ledger, they moved out of the US mm-hmm. and they came to Dubai. So we thought, if you know, if, if you know, if, if it's good made, enough for Ripple uh, Labs, sense. it's good enough yeah. for us. So you know, they just, you know, quite publicly won a, a court case that was going on for several years with SEC, and um, and they've come out of America yeah. and they've established themselves. Yeah, it's yeah. a great brand that you've got there, and thank heavens they won the uh, the, the case. So lots of positivity around yeah. your name, and I, and I think a lot of announcements coming out of out of Dubai yes. over the next four months. You're talking about being able to pay using crypto and yeah. in, in healthcare and yeah. cafes and, and buying of, of property and being able to onboard and offboard. It's, it, it's definitely all happening. And if a healthcare company is putting this, that as their actual foundation, then that's a really good sign for me. Yeah. Gents, just in terms of advice, you know, this show is all about starting up. And Laban, you mentioned there, you know, that you've been in business. You've been, you're an entrepreneur, born and bred as well, as is your boy as well. What's, what's, what's your advice to startups and the startup community here in Dubai? Yeah, I mean, there's so much different bits of advice I could give. But what I've given to my, my children and my son is that, you know, know what you want. Spend time knowing exactly what it is that you want, you know. And then when you know what you want, Educate, educate yourself around uh, making yourself the best that you can be within that, within that sphere of this is what I want to do with my life. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I grew up, I, left, I was very, very bright at school. Mm. When I was about uh, five or six, they wanted to bring me to a, uh, a special school for, for bright kids. And um, because it was really just me and my mum, my mum didn't want me to go, and I, and I thank her for that. But I left school at 15, I, I, just, I, I made a choice and said, right, I want to make money. Mm. You know, I didn't see how studying French, uh, geography, um, you know, all the, all the design and technology, all these lessons that they give you at school, I didn't see how they were going to help me to fulfill my desire to become extremely wealthy. Mm. So I just got 15, I started cutting 
um, hedges, washing cars, and I, and I did that up until probably the age of about, I don't know, 18, 19. And I, I started shipping cars to Jamaica, Larder Rivers. And then in my mid-20s, I, I founded uh, a company called Midas Touch, which used to um, basically go around gold-plating people's bathroom taps. I worked for Lexus, Rolls-Royce, gold-plating the insignias on the cars. And then, um, yeah, I, I plateaued and then went on to Dragon's Den. I got the first investment from Mr. James Kahn. Um, but, you know, my trajectory, I mean, when I was in my 20s and making money, uh, there were people that were just coming out of university and then going into Tesco's and Sainsbury's and stacking shelves. And I just, I could not see the logic of that. Mm. You know, so I think, you know, for anyone wanting to start out, spend time one, one week, six months, a year, finding out what, what, are, what are my unique set of skills mm. and then hone those skills and study only those subjects, those books that can enhance those skills. And Kate, your advice? Sell that Rolex and buy crypto, yeah? Yeah, correct. <laughs> I mean, you've just got to take that risk. Yeah. Whatever you, no risk, no reward. I'm you know, sensing that the Rooms family enjoy the fact that it's 0% <laughs> income tax in Dubai. Well, we've got oh, to talk about that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the most important thing. Yeah. Before we say farewells, we're running out of time massively here. Listen, a lot of people texting in wanting to find out more about XRP. Kane, what do they do? Where do they go? How do they find out more information? Oh, so first of all, you can find out everything on xrphealthcare.com, all our social media, Twitter, well, uh, X now, um, XRP Healthcare, Instagram, XRP Healthcare, everything XRP Healthcare. XRP Healthcare. Dot com as well for the website. Yeah, that's you can find everything there. Mr. Yeah. Rooms, Mr. Rooms, thank you very much indeed uh, to Rooms Inc. in the room with us here today. A big thanks to Laban and, of course, Kane for joining us. And all the best with the new ventures, James. Thank you, thank thank you very you. much thank indeed you, for thank lighting you. up the studio. Thanks, thank big thanks to the team there. This is Starting Up with Tom Urquhart and Virtue Zone. Business set up with no regrets. On Dubai Eye 103.8. That's it from Neil and I for another Starting Up with Virtue Zone. A huge thanks to all of our guests for joining us today. We were talking community. We were talking the future of healthcare with the team from XRP and, of course, giving you a bit of advice. Neil, it's been an absolute pleasure to be back on air with you. If there's a little bit of advice for anybody out there looking to make that jump and start up on their own. Spend your hour wisely every Thursday at one o'clock. Listen to Starting Up and be your own boss. That's what the hashtag's all about. We're going to be back here next uh, Thursday, proffering a bit more advice your way, so do make sure that you tune in for that. Stay tuned to Dubai Eye 103.8. Want to find out anything more about Virtue Zone? They are all over uh, their socials and internet, so just search for Virtue Zone. See you next week. Bye-bye.